Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit. Whatever the fuck that means. Hello, I'm your host, Chrissy Grody. I'm joined today by my girly, Alice Magato. Hello, hello. Former Miss Ohio USA, musical artist, booked and busy <laughs> model, and with a very important message, yes. to keep it real. To keep it real. Which I love it. All the time. I'm so excited <laughs> to have you here. I'm so excited to see you. It's I been know. so long. I know. I'm excited to be back. I want to catch up on all the things. Yes. I'm really, really excited to know about what's been your favorite workout lately. I see you blading around town, blading oh, around Hyde Park yes. like lightning. I've taken up street blading. I, I was on the trail blading for a little bit. So the trail being like Lunkin? Yeah, like Lunkin <laughs> or Loveland, like the bike trails, like the safe. I call them the safe. Totally safe. And then on Thanksgiving, I was just feeling a little reckless. And I was like, there's not going to be much traffic today. It's Thanksgiving. You went on so the I road? So I just took it on the streets. I went down Observatory Hill, like in my rollerblades. Are you fearful? Because I feel like I would be very fearful. So I went to Vail yes, I last love Vail. year and I had no prior experience skiing. No, don't tell me this. <laughs> and don't tell me this. I, you, you went skiing in Vail and you've never skied before? Yeah. And I don't have a fear of going downhills anymore because of that. Like that was traumatizing. Exactly. This is why <laughs> I say that I can't ski. I didn't learn to ski when I was younger. And I say, I've said it a million times. People are sick of me talking about it, but I missed the boat. Yeah. I can't learn. I just don't think as an adult I can learn. I Skiing is like, I just think it's the how long those skis are. Yes. I wasn't falling because I wasn't good at it. I was falling because I was like crossing my skis yeah. and just like couldn't stop myself. But and I you knew when you took the gondola up, it doesn't bring you back down. Oh, yeah. Because but, that when I found that out, I said no. I was like, I had been to Perfect North once before. Like, let me okay. preface it with that. Still, so like Vail, Perfect North. Exactly. <laughs> but when I like got on the skis, I was like, okay, this feels like ice skating. This feels like normal kind okay. of like, like it's human nature to be able to like, that's okay. what I thought. It's that's intuitive. what I was telling myself. Okay. And um, we got to the top. And there was no catwalk down. There was only a green circle See, from that point. I don't even point. know what a catwalk is. A catwalk is like the ones that swerve down. So they're not steep. They like. Oh, so you can kind so of So you can just kind of like coast. Okay. Um, And we got to this green circle. I was like, it's a green circle. I got it. It's easy. No. A green circle in Vail. No. Is like a black diamond. No. Perfect How did you do it? I'm, I need to. How I, did you do it? I would have. Oh. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I did it. I like meandered my way down like sideways. Um, the person I went with, assuming he's not going to listen to this podcast, <laughs> so I'm just going to roast him. Yeah, yeah. My ex-boyfriend went with me and um, he was just kind of like a send it type of mentality. And he has experience skiing, I'm going to assume. Yes, okay. has skied before. Um, so the first day after me falling and struggling, the second day, he abandoned me on bail <laughs> and oh. went and hit the black diamonds by himself while oh. I continued just to master the green circle. I, I just, I, I am so impressed by you. <laughs> I, I don't know what I was like. Thinking. Forget your top ten in the Miss USA. Forget all that. I you went down. Was just like, I'm gonna get it. I'm, I'm here. I'm going to, and I got down the green circle once without falling. Then I got a little too confident and I freaking see this is it. No skis fell off. 
I went just no. smack, like maybe a hundred yards, lost my phone no. up in like a hundred feet of snow. Had to climb back up, get my phone, get my skis. I had all these little kids that were taking ski class around me. Like, are you okay? Oh my no one, like no boyfriend was MIA. People were I like, what it. is You're this so girl doing? And you should be time person of the year. I like spent the rest of the day at the bar drinking yeah. hot cocoa. No, I can't. <laughs> I'm like, I can't. I can't. It awaited for him to return. And so you must you must be more fearless than me when it comes to blading, skiing. Yeah. it. You can just do it. I'm so fearful. The snow was like going to soften my blow. That was kind of my mentality with that. Was, and, but now with like. Rollerblading, you tear an ACL. Yeah, there goes an ankle ligament. I like. I fell once at Lunkin on my rollerblades, and I feel like that was kind of like my christening. Like I had the bloody elbows, and after that, I haven't fallen since. I felt like it was like kind of like a rite of passage. I've gotten really good at breaking. Good, and now I kind of treat my rollerblades like skis, and have just learned to like maneuver down hills. So like I'm thinking maybe I could be a good skier now because I have the well. Actually, I know Santa Claus is bringing me um, these new things called ski skates, which are like ski boots. Okay, and they just have like a tiny ski on the bottom of them, and they maneuver like skates. Okay, so now See, I that can... is something maybe I could be into. Well, I'm and... pretty good at ice skating. I'm pretty yeah, good at rollerblading. It's the same, like, um, I don't know. Yeah, like the movement. Maneuvering. Yeah. And the I saw him on Shark Tank, and oh, the guy on cool. Shark Tank was like, we've had no major um, injuries because you fall naturally. You right. don't fall tangled up with poles and skis, and, like, yeah. you just hit the snow. And then you can so much easier, like, get back up yep. and keep yep. going and no, like, legs bending weird yes. ways right because you're ski. like in a fixed position yeah yeah so i was like i'm okay you need to let me know how this I will. present I will. goes because i i want to do it like i want to be able I to love, be out in nature that right. sounds beautiful that's why i loved veil so much i was like yes. and that's why i was so determined to just like yeah do it because i was like oh it's so beautiful like there's all these people here and it's so christmassy yes. and like I know I feel that so hard, but then yeah. the crippling anxiety of well, and I tumbling see, like, down the mountain. These older people doing it, I'm like, okay. yeah, they start learning. If you can do it, then old, I can why. do it. And I, I just, it's, it's such, it is such a skill. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I hills and me are just like we've we've moved past okay, that, good. and after my falls in Vale, I'm nothing is as scary yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as that. So besides blading, what have you been doing to work out? What's been your favorite recently? Okay, so. Anyone who listened to me on the podcast, when was that? A year ago? Yeah. Oh, my God. Knew I was doing, like, these specified model training yes. workouts. What was, it, what was it called? It was John Benton okay. Model Fitness. Okay. Well, now, brace yourself. I am just weightlifting. Al, okay. I, was, I, just <laughs> need, I just need the listeners to know. I did not know that this is what you were doing before you came on. So, yes. I promise you that I'm not just trying to bring... I. I'm also just weightlifting. Yeah. And so I wanted to be known. I'm not trying to like crowd the airwaves just with my point of view. I didn't know she was weightlifting. So here we go. <laughs> I'm so season. excited. So excited to talk more about this. I had shot my metabolism because yeah. I was doing too much cardio. I was eating 1200 calories a day, yeah. which I was told by my new trainer that that is what a toddler should be eating yep. in a day. Yeah. Um, and that was actually encouraged by former people I've worked with. Yeah. And I have gotten to the point where 
I need to be doing something more intense because I grew up doing more intense things. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why this never clicked with me. I grew up an athlete. I grew mm-hmm. up a dancer. I was so active. Yeah. And why do I think these little like cardio model workouts are going to work for me? They work great for girls that are naturally sure thin and just sure. need to tone up. Sure. I mean, like everyone's different. Right. Different things are going to work for different right. people. But we can't subscribe to the fact that of like, well, this is the thing that's working for them. Then it's going to have to work for me. Yes. And you're setting yourself up for just so much frustration. And my coach told me like the most beautiful thing. She was like, you have to earn the right to diet. And I just had assumed since I was in the industry I was in that it was my right to diet. I yeah. just needed to stop eating, you know, the bad things I say in quotes yep. to stay skinny Thin, or yeah. toned. Right. I say also in quotes because toned is muscle and little body fat. Yeah. What was I doing? I was getting rid of my muscle because I was doing workouts. So you were starving yourself. That were meant to like get rid of muscle. Yeah. When really I just needed to like be bulking up my muscles, eating a crap ton for, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of I months. I promise I didn't tell her to say anything, yeah. you guys. I promise. Well, we are literally in the same path. I, I think so more funny. people are realizing like you have to like diet culture is not is kind of a thing of the past now because yeah. your Hopefully. body needs to eat. I was eating literally I think I eat like 2,500 calories a day mm-hmm. now. Literally 12,000 was mm-hmm. what I was eating. Or I know. 1,200. And I... And how's your mood? How's your My energy life levels? has changed. Like I started with this coach three weeks ago. Yeah. My life yeah. has changed so much. Wow. Like my mood, my energy, just like my relationship with going to the gym. I feel like sexy going to the gym now because i'm like taking the weights from the guys mm-hmm. i'm like look at me lift these 20 pound weights yeah. with my arms and like yeah i'm literally seeing them tone up and i'm not in the corner anymore doing my jumping jacks like right. hating my life right and so going to the gym is so much better i only have to do cardio twice a week oh, i yeah. only have to work I'm not out doing cardio at all I she was like just like get your steps in yeah. and walk and stuff yeah, but I, do, I, yeah, I, I haven't been running I haven't been doing all this like crazy stuff I was doing and I take days off now and I don't feel guilty and it's just like the best you are so I've been I've been doing this now for probably four to five months mm-hmm. um, and you sound exactly like me about four or five months earlier yeah where I made the switch to start exclusively weight training strength training so I'm training with a coach Mm -hmm. I train with him three times a week one-on-one with this specific strength goal of lifting 300 pounds like I have like a very specific performance-based goal because I was like you years of I need to eat less and exercise more eat less exercise Mm -hmm. more and I was never satisfied it wasn't matter what number was on the scale, what, you know, pants, anything. Right. It was never happy. It was never enough. Correct. And this yes. idea of like looking toned and you're like, that is so arbitrary. It's a moving target. It mm-hmm. only exists in your mind. How can anyone help right. get you there when it, it's just not real in the next, you, you can look in the mirror one day and, and think a thought about yourself. And the very next day, the thought can be completely different. How do you track towards that? Exactly. How do you like achieve that ever? You can't. And so I was kind of, you know, I was just fed up with it too. And so made the, made the switch to strength train and 
made this the switch to start working with a nutrition coach mm-hmm. that was feeding me with the specific goal to get stronger. Yes. To build muscle. And that looks a lot different than so any much. way that I have ever eaten before. But it makes like she was I because I had a moment, right? And mm-hmm. I started and I lost like initially um like four pounds over the course of some time. And you know it that you kind of get into that mindset again of every week you're stepping on the scale and you're like, okay, it's going down. Okay, okay. Even though I know, even yeah. though I'm saying out loud in my head, right? My goal is to get stronger. My goal is to get stronger. Right. Take away the weight. Take away the weight. Doesn't matter how much I weigh. Well, as I, and I'm definitely getting stronger, like progressing in the gym, lifting heavier weight, which is my goal, mm-hmm. right? That's what my goal right. is. And the scale has like pretty much stayed the same for the last like three That's weeks. That's how I am too. And um. I just kind of had a moment, you know, and I'm like, Mm -hmm. I know this isn't my goal logically, but I'm getting into my, I'm getting into an old thought pattern. It's it's creeping in again. And so I talked to her. She's an amazing coach. I have her there to like also just kind of be like your therapist. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, I I know this is my goal, but this is how I'm feeling. You know, I'm sure you can probably relate. And she just sent me back like this great email that was like, uh, like I'm feet, you need to eat to get stronger. And this is a season of growth for you. Right. You need to own this. We're not eating to lose weight. If I wanted to make you a meal plan to lose weight, you could do that. This is not, that's not the point. Like we are building your muscle. You're getting stronger. You're feeling fantastic in the gym. Like think about those goals outside of the scale. Mm-hmm. And she's like, honestly, like the amount that you're eating, she's like, it's like not many people would be able to eat this much food and maintain, which is what you're doing. Like you're doing great. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I didn't. And I'm sure there's like body composition changes and all that where I'm just like, I don't even want to think about it. I want to focus on my strength goal. Just the goal. But it is hard it, because of diet culture. Yeah. Because we're told if we're smaller, we're more valuable. It's almost like, like your patience too. Like oh, I, yeah. I've always expected for some reason I have it skewed in my head. Like two weeks, I should have results. I should oh. see results. <laughs> Like that, I don't know why. I I think it's because I've seen people that have seen results in two weeks, but like my body's just not like that. Like how sustainable is that? Exactly. It's not. Yeah. And you you know, that's what I was doing. Like I would finally get myself down like an inch around my waist and then I would celebrate and go out and like have a couple of drinks and have like a piece of pizza. And then I was like bloated and my body was holding on to it the next day. Um, So like not seeing immediate results. And for me, my muscles were so weakened because I wasn't working them out. And you're not eating. You're not feeding them. Yeah. I've seen a pretty significant gain in weight the past three weeks, but my abs are finally back and like the lines on my legs are coming back. My cellulite starting to go away. Like all of these little things, but my jeans are fitting a little bit tighter and like I'm bulking up and I know that and I trust my trainer so right. much. It's that a lot I'm, about trust. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to get to a point where she's going to be like, okay, let's cut your macros yes. in half. Let's yeah. cut down. Let's like, but we're still going to maintain the protein and maintain right. the carbs. I yes. know we had a moment about carbs. I know. I <laughs> like, DM you when yeah. you had said something about like eating more than ever before. Yeah. Like the carbs. And I was like, I'm eating more carbs than I've ever I've eaten in the last decade. I think I've ate pasta like yeah. a lot the past I three weeks. I eat bread ev- like almost every day. Yeah. Oatmeal. And I'm rice, still potatoes. not hitting my carb like limit. I'll get to the end of the night and like I'll, I'll give myself a bowl of Lucky Charms yeah. to hit my carbs. I'm yeah. like, this is the best thing ever. And you feel great. Like yeah. mood, energy, sleep. 
it just feels so much yes. better when your body is fed. Yeah. And that is what I like keep coming back on to if I have a moment where I'm like getting down the path that I mm-hmm. my mind is used to going. And I know that comes up too. Like this is a big week for me. I have the live, the live event. Right. I have a bunch of stuff with work. It's my last week of work before the end of the year. I'm taking right. two weeks off in the last uh, weeks of December. And so I know like my anxiety levels are high. Mm-hmm. And so I feel myself immediately going to like – well, how can you like control your body? Right. Or like, how can I, you right. know? And I'm like, okay, you see this, you see what's happening. It's like self-aware, it. yeah. but like. It's still hard. It's so difficult. Yeah. And and, I, and that's okay, I think. It's like, because we've been pressured for yeah. so long to like do what, you know, these diets and, yep. you know, not lift weights because you don't want to get big, but. And, and that's the other thing that is you hear that you are putting so much effort and time into trying to build your, like it doesn't just happen. No. It's not an easy task. Like we're both working with coaches to do this. Like Mm -hmm. women do not easily put on muscle. Right. And that's, she encouraged that to me at the beginning of this because she was like, I'm not going to make you into a whale. Like it is going to be so hard for you to gain muscle, Mm -hmm. especially with like not being like I can't even fathom the amount of protein I'm supposed to be eating sometimes like it's so difficult to get protein and I was like okay like I'm gonna trust you like and she she knows I model so she's like I I can't bulk you to like these extremes yeah and that and that's it that's the the second piece of this track we have different goals you are trying to model you do have to have a certain aesthetic look about you that you are working towards like that's part of your job that's what you're doing and mine I'm trying to do more performance based to kind of take it away from my body because my body is not my job and the body my body is not the most important Mm -hmm. thing that I have going for me right just like reminders that I have to tell myself often yeah but how was like her so did you, what was the process that, we're just going to fucking turn this podcast into this conversation because yeah. that's what I want to do. I love it. <laughs> how, how did you um, like approach working with her and did you like lay out your goals? Were you yeah. Like, I am trying to model. Like how did that get, get started? So I, it, it's Emily Duncan Fitness. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah, yeah. Shout out. Um, the, I guess, coaching company. Mm-hmm. Emily Duncan is, um, she's based in Columbus, Ohio okay. and she is like this insane bodybuilder. Um, and I met her at an influencer event. So yeah. she's also like an influencer and she has like this very fashionable side of her as well. But uh-huh. she also does like these um, like and her she puts together fitness, like like strength programs, strength programs. Yeah. Strength pro- 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 programs got it. <laughs> and nutrition. Um, but she was only one person and she finally brought on a because I've been following her for like a year. Okay, and um, was waiting for her to accept more clients. And I had my little party Nashville bender for my twenty third birthday, yes. and was just like not feeling great about my health. Sure. I like I was still thin, but like I felt like skinny fat almost. Mm. Like I just was seeing all my friends that I used to compete in pageants with and they were still like really toned. And I was like, okay, I need to like up my, my toned game yeah. here. <laughs> and so I, for my birthday, that was Which kind is of, really muscular. Yes. We're saying. Yes. Yeah. Muscular. Yeah. yeah. And for my birthday, that was kind of like my gift to myself. I was like, I have three months until I hope to move to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take these three months and like just dedicate, yeah. dedicate it to getting my body and like, more so than that, my mind ready for an even more competitive market. 
And I thought because of a lot of the stuff Emily's has posted about is like the competition side of things. Mm. And I can yeah. relate to her. On, yeah. And like, there's, there's a connection there because a lot of coaches are like, you are healthy. Like they don't, they don't understand that like extra push I need to take and that extra step I need to take yes. to be camera ready yes. or stage ready. Yeah. And so I knew that she would understand that. And mm -hmm. she ended up bringing on um, Katie, who is my coach. And she actually, she was in Ireland and she just moved to um, England mm. um, and she brought her on as an assistant. So oh, cool. I applied right away. Yeah. And what I did was I filled out like a 50 page question well wow. 50 questions yeah yeah um about my goals about what I was currently doing and Katie sent me a video a couple of days after and like had a whole plan laid out for me mm -hmm. like it was I cried when she sent me the video because it was such a weight off my shoulders it is truly and I know that it's like not something that everyone can invest in like it does take yes money and resources but I don't know if you if you're looking for asking for a Christmas present or anything right now, like it's so worth it to have a well, coach. It takes so much yeah. stress, stress and pressure. And, and I encourage it for anyone that has felt really confused. I think that's where I finally hit rock bottom was like I was going to the gym and I was like, I don't even know if this exercise is helping me anymore. Or like, sure. I felt nervous about everything I was eating. And I was yeah. like, I cannot live my life like this. Like I need answers. And yeah. that was kind of the second reason I went for Emily's company was because there was no fluff. Like yeah. I am so sick of hearing all of this like just nutrition marketing. fluff. Yeah, like, it's just marketing. <laughs> eat these, this protein and this plant-based blah, blah, blah. And yeah. do these workouts with this cute little stretchy band yeah, and yes. like i'm so sick i just want like cold hard fact and right. like that's what nutrition is and i like i get so passionate about it because it's like if you are burning more calories than you are putting into your body if you have a calorie deficit mm -hmm. you're going to lose weight right and, however like, it is that you're doing it that should be just like yeah the answer right and but you can't have too much of a calorie deficit because then you're gonna shoot your metabolism yeah and, well, and there's the whole piece of like the reason why I would think coming from both of our coaches, like like they want us to build muscles because muscle burns more fat. Yeah. So it's like it's almost like it's not even as simple as calories in, calories out, because if you're building muscle, then you're burning more fat, which right. like, that's what most people are want wanting to, to their do. Bodies operate more efficiently and get stronger. So like yeah, there's a lot at play. And like, how much how more fun it? is it to lift weights? And how much quicker does your time go lifting weights? And how many more calories do you burn yeah. doing that than you do walking on the treadmill or like jumping yeah. around and doing yeah. like little hit workouts? And I, I don't know about you, but I feel like just walking around in my body now, and like I have a comment of like you just carry yourself differently. Yeah, like you just you. I just feel so much more capable and purposeful mm -hmm. that i'm like this body is can lift really fucking heavy yeah weight. and well, that feels like it's serving me to do something in uh, in the world the perspective switch she gave me when we started like i fill out these check-ins every week and we talk about my goals and stuff and like obviously my main goal because of the career path i'm trying to have right now is to gain muscle lose body fat but i was like i want to i have a this crazy goal in 2022 to hike 2,500 miles across yes. the United States. And it's like, those are the things that like 
are going to fulfill me as a person and my yes. soul. Obviously, modeling is like my career goal, but yeah. there's so much more to life than just like that career Fitting goal. Fitting a measurement. Yeah. Yeah. And being a number. And yeah. like that's, you know, where I struggle with modeling sometimes, but like that's always been my dream. But yeah. I also want to supplement that with like things that feed my soul. Right. And right. Well, that's, yeah, it sounds like a performance based goal. Yeah. You gotta have and muscle so to she was like, Alice, like, snap out of it. Like, if you want to climb mountains, if you want to do this 2,500 mile walk. Yeah. Like, come 1200 on. 1,200 calories is not going no, to cut it. No. Girly. And you, she was like, you have to be strong. And the perspective I've had just looking in the mirror the past three weeks has no longer become me waking up in the morning and being like, like, I'm squishy here. Yeah. I, I'm, it's like, oh, you just like, lifted right i i think i did like 20 pounds on both my arms today and i was yeah. like oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> so like i'm gonna wake up tomorrow and be like no like those arms lift weights like yes it, it's more of a you can do this mm -hmm. it's no longer like your body isn't yeah if yeah. that makes sense no totally like, the, I, that's exactly what i've been it's saying such I, a healthy perspective i'm just i'm literally blown away that i've just been talking about this for so yeah. long and I've been so passionate about it because it has been such a, I will say the start of a meaningful shift because like I said, yes. it doesn't just happen. It doesn't just happen mm -hmm. overnight. You're like, okay, yeah, now all I care about is getting stronger and it, the way my body looks or the number on the scale doesn't pop up. No, it does. But it's so much easier to navigate those conversations with myself Yes. when I can fall back and be like, hey, what did you say you want to do? You right. said you wanted to get stronger. What are you doing? You're getting stronger. You're doing it. You're doing it right. You know, mm -hmm. like- Keep well, on that path. And not only for me has it, you know, been a perspective change, but because I don't have to force myself to go to the gym as much as I was, mm -hmm. I was going, you know, seven yeah. times a week, eight yep. times a week sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And now I actually have time to like do other things that take my mind off of my measurements yeah. and my body and food. Like yeah. I don't, the best thing about eating is I don't think about food anymore. Mm -hmm. Like a couple right, months you're not restricting. Yeah. You're not, like, a couple months ago, I was like, it. when do I get to eat my next meal? Yeah. When do I get to have my snack? When do I get to have dessert? Like yeah. all this stuff. And now I don't think about it. And I have time to like pick up my guitar and learn yeah. that or go rollerblading and like do all these other things that just make me genuinely like a happier, more interesting person. Like what sucked and why I think I was struggling so much socially during quarantine was Literally, the only thing I was doing was working out because I was like, I have to come out of quarantine. Like, like a hot quarantine. Yeah. yeah. And so I wasn't eating. I wasn't like enjoying nights in with my friends like yeah. or the people I was quarantining with. Like I wouldn't let myself drink. I wouldn't let myself eat takeout. Like I wouldn't let myself just like chill with them during the day. I was like, I have to work out. I have to work out a lot. I have to. Yeah. And my mood was just sure. so depressing. And now like when I was talking to them, all I had to talk about was like my workout for the day. Right. But now How I can, interesting of a person. Are right. You? But now I like have all these other things that I'm doing and so many more talking points and like socially I've just gotten so much more better yeah. too. It's just, it's amazing. It compounds and just, just that eats. little shift. And I have been, I, a lot of the girls that follow me on Instagram are, you know, kind of in the same boat that I was. And I've just been trying to encourage this message of like, eat, eat, yeah. eat, like live your life. And, when you lose that stress of mm -hmm. having to fit a measurement, you your body does like your body's more likely to 
lose those couple of pounds right, because right. you're not stressed about them. Right. And I think, you know, for the vast majority of people that aren't trying to make a living off of their body, like you're just, I get that it's not, you know, you might hear the word bulking or like gaining weight. Right. And that can like sound scary. Terrifying. Yeah. It's terrifying. <laughs> terrifying. Yeah. And, and that is how I felt too. Mm-hmm. And even like previously when, when my coach would kind of write back of like, we're eating to get you stronger. And I'm like, I know the underlying what that means. That means, right. that means bigger. And that was like very uncomfortable for me. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, we need to like sit in this discomfort a little bit. And like when we think about our goals and getting better and growing, you have to do the uncomfortable thing. Right. Like that's the only way it works. So I'm like, okay, no, I have this uncomfortable goal mm-hmm. to get stronger and to feed my body more. Yes. Like this is what this is what I know I need to do and be in this discomfort mm-hmm. in order for me to grow and kind of work through the mindset of like right. smaller is better and blah, 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 and all the shit that I say to myself. No growth happens in your comfort right. zone. <laughs> I've right. been like pushing that on myself too, I think the past couple months for sure. I because I the think what zone isn't you starving. No, you know what I mean. Like, no, like that is like that doesn't. But mean... it was the easiest answer for me, right? Like, right. It, which means, yeah, it wasn't comfortable, but it was like, this is what everyone else yes. is doing. So obviously, it has to work for me. It yeah. was. I didn't want to face my insecurities. I didn't want to face like the fact that I might have been doing this wrong. Yeah. Since I started my fitness journey, right? What like four years ago, and. I had to accept the fact that like I might never look like pageant Alice ever right. again. But, yeah. But like that's so unsustainable. Exactly. Like, I, I, what I was doing to my body mm-hmm. like was torture to my body. Like my body was screaming. Yes. And I think that's fine, you know, for those couple months that I wanted to accomplish this one certain girl, goal. Right. But now modeling isn't like one night like the pageant was. Modeling is a lifestyle. Yeah. And why the heck would anyone want to put a career on themselves or yeah. like put themselves in a position that they're just going to be miserable? Right. And like, if I'm not meant to model because I am too curvy or whatever, there are so many modeling agencies out there now, like natural well, model, whatever, exactly. like you will find. I'm, I'm not, yeah. but I, again, it just kind of goes back to like, I am just going to do me. And yeah. if modeling is not meant to happen, then it's not meant to happen. Like I have so many other things I can do yes. for myself, but yes. If I'm going to try, I'm at least going to do it in a way where I feel healthy and happy. And I mean, yeah. more I just again, you carry yourself differently yeah. now that, you know, we're doing what's right for our bodies. It, it's a confidence thing, too. Yep, totally. Well, I, it, what you were talking about struck a chord when you're saying to like get on stage for like Miss USA. Right? right. What you had to go through and what you had to put your body through was taxing and hard and not sustainable. But then people see that body. And, and they're they like, think, this this is it. Yeah. And you're like, do you know how fucking no. much I had and hard it? Like, this is not a well, quote unquote, like what I'm walking around. At. And how much it sucks mentally too to like not be able to fit into those clothes that I wore or like l- literally Instagram is like. I know it's what I was going to say. We take it back to the Instagram yeah, conversation. It's like, like you see what people want you to see. Yeah. And I it, it that was a moment in my life. And again, it's just unsustainable and like i had a makeup team and i i had contoured abs drawn on and cleavage drawn on and all that (laughs) stuff you know and i just again it it was great for what it was but 
I want to live a happy, healthy life. So it's time to like take a step back and do something sustainable and have the patience. Mm -hmm. The big key word is patience to to do it because the, I mean, the diet I did before Miss USA was a four week thing and I lost 10 pounds because I had to. Right, right, right. right. I had to be on national television in a bikini in a month. I hear that. I, I, <laughs> like, I fully hear that. And, I but now so. it's like, I just, no, like yeah. time to live life. I like, I tried to do that diet again at the beginning or like in February, I think. And it backfired because I didn't have a date. I didn't have that like motivation behind right. it. Yes. And I yes. ended up like gaining weight because it was, it was just like so messed up. No, I think that's all you need to tell you. That's not the path for you. No, I'm really proud of you. I can't wait Thanks. to see how it goes yes, and hear the whole too. journey and you're only like three weeks in literally like, it's gonna be you have so much to look forward i know to. and just like the mindset difference yeah. is what i'm most excited about wouldn't it be so amazing if like somehow there could be this huge cultural shift which i think maybe we're getting there that like women are are i i think i was gonna first say like striving for this like strong ideal but then even at that, I'm like, how about people are just like striving for like their perfect ideal? Right. I And that that's what I've been preaching just this whole time. Like for and me, it is to be strong. Maybe yeah. it's not for everyone. I'm not saying you have to want right. to lift 300 pounds off no. the ground at all. I think that's what we need to realize is beauty and authenticity and realness is defined in a different way for every single person. And I think... What I encourage with keeping it real is it's no longer just like not editing your photos. That was the very tangible like pageant thing. But we have to take it a step further now. It's about being happy and loving like your real self Mm -hmm. where you are right now. Like Mm -hmm. there is no reason anyone should wake up in the mirror and compare themselves to someone's perfect Instagram. I know, but it's so hard. It's so I (laughs) and trust me, like you are preaching. I've been there. I mean, that's why this is my whole thing is like crap I put myself through comparing myself to right Instagram girls it, it just sucks but there just needs to be more of an awareness of it and people yeah. just need to be easier on themselves yeah. because not every day looks like the blogger that's freaking eating has her perfect holiday setup going yeah in her and, coffee and her high socks. is traveling even though it's a yeah. pandemic and like yeah and all this stuff it, it it's hard but that's why we got to keep like posting real stuff I agree so I just talked about kind of your your little platform that you did last week Mm -hmm. where you reached out to me with that question I love that that came at such a good time for me because I was kind of in it too Mm -hmm. and I talked about it on the last episode um with my friend Betsy yes and we were kind of talking through like when you do if you wake up in the morning you look at yourself and you start to go down Mm -hmm. that rabbit hole of comparison what do you do to kind of snap yourself out of it do you have any tactics or strategies that you take I just like get off of Instagram yeah like I I did an interview last week about this too I like you social media is again it's a tool but like any tool if you don't use it the right way can seriously harm you yeah but it can also you know help you accomplish what you want to accomplish and whenever I am going through comparison or like a funk is what I call them comparison funks I just have to take a step back from Instagram and I have to get off of it and I again have to turn and do things that nourish me as a person yeah and whether that's food as simple as that is or again like finding a hobby Mm -hmm. and 
people this has also kind of been a topic on instagram recently like glamorizing being overworked oh yeah or like glamorizing being busy toxic productivity yeah yeah people you know turn to that or social media or or they turn to social media complain about being you know overworked and you just have to take a step back from all that and like literally find hobbies we've Mm -hmm. lost this idea of hobbies now because it's either work or show it off yes and there's no (laughs) there's no in between and like yeah like i show off my guitar skills but that's because i've been practicing for the hours that you don't see and those are the things that are like making me confident enough to Mm -hmm. share it or i'll go rollerblading or i'll get outside and like we have to take that step back and like i kind of i i forget where i wrote this but oh i was um getting interviewed for a reality tv show and this just like casual drop (laughs) (laughs) but i I was in like such a high stress situation and you know some of the most beautiful things just like come out of your mouth when you stop thinking and you get really stressed and i was like like making my pretend um like dating profile for them and i my like bio was i hope your life is as cool as your instagram oh yeah and i'm always i've always been like i i want to make my life cool because how fucking tragic that the best parts of your life just live inside of a screen yeah and they don't exist in the real world or that people will even like construct something cool just solely to post it on instagram like that's again where i think keeping it real kind of takes a new level is like i i don't post stuff that i like make up or i don't go and do something just because i want to post it on instagram right but i do love a nice moment if you are doing something that they set up the instagram scene nicely for you of course i still think aesthetic (laughs) is and i've always said this too there is a fine line between like manipulation and being aesthetically pleasing yeah it's art i've yeah i've grown up in an artistic family and like i have an eye for it so like obviously like if i'm out doing something like yeah i want to capture and i want to tell the story of what i'm doing right. in a way that like i want you to kind of be again put in the place through my lens and for us instagram's very different than some other people like it's yeah. it's kind of our resume it's our it's our brand yeah. and so it does you know hold more importance there right. and more weight there because you have to present it in an aesthetically mm-hmm. pleasing way but i also encourage people to make their lives fulfilled and cool so that they do have stuff like it shouldn't be reverse it should be you're posting highlights of your really cool awesome Mm -hmm. life so like go out and make it cool like i again it's just like i genuinely hope that your instagram what i am seeing is as cool as your life because if it is good for you right but sadly a lot of people are very unfulfilled because they're just catering to instagram culture yeah and like and you see this a lot Oh, in your industry and like pageant girls hmm, yeah. let me tell you yeah, they, yeah. you know they'll go serve the homeless just for a photo yeah. op <laughs> and it's like how can you sleep at night like uh, yeah. that was and that was the biggest battle i faced as a pageant girl i was like especially when i did the miss america system and like my job for a year was going out and serving mm-hmm. but i was you know getting pestered to post images mm. I remember crying after a hospital visit once because I was like, I am visiting with kids with cancer. Yeah, I can't fucking post this. Oh, do you want me to ask to take a picture with yeah. them? Like, how messed up yeah. is that? And But for a, comp- a non-profit to make you feel so pressured yeah, that's to share. And 
it, it's just you gotta just take that step back yeah. from and instagram's not reality it's not yep uh, like the power of photoshop and manipulation and all that stuff right now is just way beyond you I know. know i think what any of us can imagine i know i i try to i think about that some of the the tactics i've been using for myself i have like had very strict conversations with myself of mm-hmm. just like you're not going to do this no you're not you're not we're not going down that path right and then the second thing i've found that's really helpful is i text a friend yeah and i'm just like hey i'm feeling i'm feeling and just X, talk y, about and it yeah you know it just like i feel like it's important for me to just get it out. Mm-hmm. If I let it brew in my own head, even how, no matter how many times you I tell my own. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like, I'm just got to tell someone. Yeah. Uh, that's like my mom for me. Yeah. <laughs> I like text go. my mom or just, you have to like get it out. You have to like expel it yes. from your body. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I've been saying, yeah, that's what I've been saying. But this is, I'm so thrilled about uh, this conversation. Yes. What you just said is when you don't plan things, the most beautiful things happen. Yeah. Like we obviously, I had my snippet, uh, itinerary we run through our same three questions whatever this just took a whole beautiful yes. turn we are going to listen to some voicemails though Yay. because you guys were calling in so let's get to those hi what's a bit i would like to remain anonymous on this voicemail i was just thinking today a couple things that i wanted to share with you and maybe the audience is interested in learning some things too um first off question have you watched Taylor Swift's new docu- documentary, is that what we're calling it, video on um, Disney Plus? If you have, what are your thoughts? If you haven't, what are you waiting for? What are you, what do you think you're going to think about it? Um, I've gotten, I've watched half and it's long, but it's good. Um, so I can't wait to fully discuss this in person soon. Um, next question slash thought is as I was taking a walk this afternoon I realized I need some better gloves and I wasn't sure if you had any what the fit walk gloves that you suggest brands or types are you a mitten person do you like the mittens that have the tops that come off you know do you believe in gloves with the things that you can text on Um, are you a leather glove girly Okay, and last thing is, it is Giving Tuesday, and I just wanted to say that it's also December 1st, and so my Patreon for What the Fit came out today, and I just feel really excited every time that happens because I feel like I'm contributing a small part of what is happening um, on the airwaves, and I can't wait to see this keep growing. So anyways, Giving Tuesday, um, I'm looking to find some other areas to to give to local charities or even just organizations throughout the holidays. So if anyone has any suggestions or places that they donated that they know are still looking for donations or volunteer hours or anything, um, I would love to hear responses. That's all. Talk to you soon. Bye. Hello, anonymous caller. (laughs) I can't possibly guess who that is. Um, Okay, so we have a lot to unpack on this one. Uh, first, I guess we'll start with Taylor Swift. So now I have not watched the docuseries. Have you? No. Because now that Evermore is out, mm-hmm. my time and my energy is now consumed with listening to Evermore. Are you a T-Swift fan? I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. You know what? That's fine. That's <laughs> I fine. I feel like I'm in a minority, you are? though. You're missing out on some 
I am a lot of feelings. I like like hardcore like pop EDM music. I just can't get into this vibey like Yeah, and that's okay. It'll I, I appreciate her as an artist. Sure. But... Sure. She'll be there for you should you ever need her. Yeah. <laughs> um I am a big Taylor Swift fan, specifically though, like folklore and evermore and her work with Bonnie Vare and the national, mm-hmm. like that is just like very much speaking to me. So this newest album that just came out a couple days ago, um, it is like if we thought folklore was sad, like this takes sadness That's to, what I've heard. to a whole new level like if anyone sees me out around walking around otr and i'm just silently sobbing to myself just know that i'm listening to taylor swift and you can just leave me alone i don't have a favorite yet because it's too early i need to properly digest i need to absorb i've listened to the album through probably eight times already i need like another solid two to like really (laughs) articulate my feelings properly but i will say that there's a song called happiness it's so sad it makes my guts ache with melancholy and like it's it is called happiness it's called <laughs> but it's but it's like it's beautiful like it's okay. so beautiful and the lyrics and the storytelling anyways maybe i'll save it for a road trip and just it is it's a really treat it more like a podcast like an experience like a learning it, experience what i was gonna say is her storytelling it yeah. is truly like an experience hmm. so that's what we say on Taylor Swift. so i haven't watched the the video um so i don't know about that yet but her christmas song is a bop tis the damn season that one? No, the is it called Christmas Tree Farm? Oh yeah, it's Bob. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I thought you okay. Yeah, no, that's a good. One. Um, okay, wait. What else do we have? Oh, gloves. She's talking about gloves. Mm-hmm. Okay, what kind of gloves do you wear out in the cold? So this I, is a really good question. Depending on you know the situation, if uh-huh. I'm like going out for a late night walk solely just to kind of get my steps in and like meditate, I'll wear like my thick mittens. They have like um, polar bears on the uh-huh hands and uh-huh. like there's no where are they from oh i want to say like a francesca's okay. or like that kind of vibe sure, like woven yeah just yeah. like real thick uh-huh. and you can't touch your phone and uh-huh. i kind of like that when i'm trying to do like a meditative like i'll put on a podcast and then i will just yep. walk um for needing to touch my phone i like the mittens i don't like the gloves that you're supposedly allowed to text on i find don't work alice we are the same person <laughs> fuck those gloves no they don't work so just get the mittens just where get you... the mittens with the, fa- the yeah, fold you, over yeah and that's that, what i have yeah it solves your problems yeah i have a pair from lululemon these girlies are like sherpa lined mm. like the softest fleece they're so warm. Yes. That's what I wear. Yes. Today, when I went thick for my- ones. Thick. Yeah. Yeah. And I just something about, like, everyone looks friendly when they wear mints. Yeah. They're cute. Everyone they're loves- like a cozy, yes. a cozy vibe. I yes. don't like the big bear claw, like, ski, like, right. glove looking right. things. Right. A sleek leather, though, like. That is very bitchy, and I like yeah. that. Yeah. For, yeah. like, a, you know, maybe a, a, a nice, nicer, a yeah. nice thing. A nicer night out. But, um, yeah, no to the texting gloves. No, they, they don't. Just, they, they don't work. Never. If someone or, has a pair that work, please let me know. Or but. you like try to text on them, and then like the edge of it hits a different, yes. line, and then it's just more time consuming yes. than just taking your glove yes. off. And I agree. I agree full full heartedly. Okay, what uh, was there? One more thing. Oh yes, um, anonymous caller. Thank you for your Patreon contribution. You are making a difference in what the fit, and I so appreciate you. And is 
now the season of giving. We've listened to this podcast, this uh, voicemail a little bit late, so it's no longer December first, obviously. Um, but always, always the season to become a What the Fit Patreon. Uh, even two dollars a month would be very helpful. You help support the podcast, and then when I make it really big, I'll remember you, <laughs> and you'll always have a special place in my heart. Yes. Uh, but she asked about volunteering. Do you have any? Um, yeah, my. So, um, I volunteer at Free Store Food Bank over okay. the holidays. It's like a very good holiday vibe. Yeah. Um, my whole family does that. They they are always kind of my go to charity here in Ohio. I just think they do so much. Yeah. Um, and obviously have struggled during oh yeah quarantine COVID season. So I not I've donated a lot of money that way too. But um, mm-hmm. the volunteering aspect during the holidays is really fun. I know. They still have a couple slots open. They tend to fill up fast. So, mm. my, but yeah, that's good. Check yeah. it out. Yeah. It, it's a good time. Though it, it's still on um, Liberty. Yes. Right where, down the road. Yeah. Yep. 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 Where you volunteer. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's good. Good um, feedback. Okay. Next voicemail. This one is going to be in two parts. <laughs> hey, Chrissy. This is Jamie. You can use my um, my name. This is Jamie Hoffpower. Um, I just wanted to talk about this regarding your discomfort about the podcast. I kind of felt compelled to add my two cents to reference your uh, mentor, Joe Rogan. Discomfort is your friend. That is a direct quote from your mentor. Discomfort is your friend. And you know what? I would have to agree with Joe. And I am I am talking about this because of your discomfort about the podcast. Um, so not to sound like your mom, but I'm going to sound like your mom. I'm going to just kind of relay a little bit of story for you for reference. Back in graduate school, I had a roommate that grew up on a plantation and was gifted a two-seater convertible Porsche for her 18th birthday. She had absolutely no concept of the discomfort, of any discomfort, because she never had to work for anything. This was in Louisiana, plantation. She grew up on a plantation. And you know what happened to this privileged person, princess? I really don't know. But she gave up when school got tough. and all that comfort brought her discomfort. You know what I mean? She got this, she had this fabulous lifestyle. She got, she grew up in this fabulous, like, space in her life. And a unbelievable car. And just, she, she just kind of pissed it away. And, but you on the other hand, have felt discomfort. You know firsthand what discomfort is. You admit that you have discomfort, and you're curious about the timing and the meaning. And here's what I have to say. If you got a two-seater convertible Porsche for your high school graduation, what is there to look forward to? Like, why? I mean, really, why? What is there to look forward to? There's nothing else. Okay, so that's part one. 
Jamie Hoffpower, thank you so much for calling. The, your voicemail is perfect. It It is, there's, I'm lost for words right now. I need you to sound like my mom, Jamie. We, I need to hear that because you're right. I was feeling down about myself, about the podcast and it not being good enough and it not having enough listeners and enough followers and all this stuff as if I just, you know, expect it's not happening on my timeline. But I have worked hard for everything I have in my life. And it's not just going to be handed easy to me as much as that may sound appealing. But as Jamie's illustrating here, people that are just handed things, you don't appreciate them. You give up when times get tough. And so this is the little kick in the gentle kick in the butt that I needed, Jamie, to say, no, you keep working hard. And when you get there, it'll be so much better. It'll be so much better. And you probably relate the same way. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially in the industry you're in, it's fucking rejection after rejection after rejection. Mm -hmm. Like, I think I have a bad. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Rejection is like, I'm more used to rejection. I'm borderline to say I'm more comfortable with rejection than than not but it makes like when I actually do work for something and I do get it it just makes it yeah all the more sweeter and I know that like I went through it to to get it and it just when you get that paycheck or you know that thing that comes when you actually achieved it yourself it's just right so much better and the other thing I want to to remind myself is that like success might not look the way that I have it in my head because right. I haven't done it yet. I, I feel like success never does. Right. Maybe like, that's it. Like you always envision it. It it kind of goes back. What's that like quote that always pops up on social media where it's like, you are where you wanted to be two years oh, ago, yeah. but like you just have to realize like something right. along those lines. And it's like, yeah, true. Like five years ago, I would have killed to model for this person. And now it's just like another job. Right. And I you know, you have to give yourself those little victories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but Jamie, you're right. Thank you for calling in. We got we got a little bit more to get through. We're not done yet. Part two, and I'm going to make this quick. Discomfort is your friend. This is a direct quote from your mentor, Joe Rogan, and I have to agree. Discomfort is your friend. If you're uncomfortable with all of this, that is totally fucking cool. Um you can't get everything handed to you on a plate and discomfort is striving to be better. I don't know. I think being curious about discomfort is um, blah, 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 blah. Just maybe just edit this all out. Brad, edit it all out. But here's my wild card. Um, I... And your listeners have heard you say that you wake up thinking about what you're going to wear. My question is, where does the mask come and play? Do you have masks that match your outfits? Is there a casual mask that you wear and a going out mask that you wear? Please, let us know how the mask falls in line with your um, beautiful outfits that you wear. You're beautiful. Like you're just, you're unbelievable uh, outfits that you wear. Okay. Good night. And thank you. <laughs> so really quick, quick recap again. Discomfort is your friend. Yes. And this plays perfectly into what we were saying. You have to choose the uncomfortable goal. 
That's how you make progress. Mm-hmm. Jamie, it's like you read our minds. You knew what we were going to talk about. You perfectly put it together. No need to edit. You're great just the way <laughs> you are. And I absolutely appreciate you calling in. Uh, okay, but the mask question. Yes. I'm really interested to hear what you have to say, Alice, because... You're going to be disappointed. <laughs> I think that everyone's also going to be disappointed with mine, too, because yeah. I really don't... No. I haven't crossed that threshold into accessorizing Fashion with a mask. Either. I think maybe there's a part of me that's like, I don't want to make it well, they're put a thought into... expensive now, too. Oh, yeah. I didn't oh, even think what? about that. I have two masks that I wear out. I have a white one with little black dots. Mm-hmm. And I have one that's like a darkerish kind of tie-dye mm-hmm. color. And I really just make those two work with whatever I'm wearing. Yeah. I was recently gifted um, a leopard print mask. Those are a vibe. They are a vibe, but I almost feel like something is holding me back from wearing it. And I can't quite pit my finger on what it is. It feels loud. Like my face is loud, which I, I love a leopard print. It's a neutral in my wardrobe. Yeah. But on my face, it feels loud and I don't know how to handle it yet. Like overpowering? Yeah. Maybe you need like, like more, a, more eyeshadow. To- right. <laughs> but then I just think like, am it's I like a lipstick, cat? Like the bolder the lipstick, the more eyeshadow you're supposed to apply. Isn't just, that kind of the rule? I don't know what the rules are, but that's where I am with masks. I don't have a... Yeah, I haven't gotten into haven't it gone. either. <laughs> I... I was struggling for so long finding like one that felt good and like looked good on my face. Like I don't, I kind of like don't like the ones that have the pleats. I like the ones that are like flat Mm -hmm. on your face and kind of have the seam up the middle. Mm -hmm. Um, So I finally, I was shopping at a boutique in Nashville and I found like this really nice feeling like black. I would love a black one. I don't know why. I don't so sleek. And I, so I bought two of them. And so here is my like one mask tip that I kind of have like a, a golden nugget for. I have one, I bought two. So I have one for when I wear makeup <gasps> and one for when I don't wear makeup. Oh, and I that's keep good. Them separate. separate. That's good. So uh, I'll wash the one with makeup, obviously, but there's only so much, you know, you can get oh, makeup you can get off of. Chanel lip gloss does not come out of a white fabric. Yeah, I'm telling no. you that right now. So I have one that when I'm, I don't wear makeup very often. That just feels nice on my face. Yeah. It's clean. And then one that has, you know, a little lipstick yes. stain in it, and, yes. but I'll wear it out. And yep. um, I've I've seen a slight difference. I was really struggling. I don't, I didn't get maskne, but I got like redness and like bumps and stuff and just Dude, like irritation. Like a couple weeks ago, maybe like three weeks ago, around maybe think, I don't know what the fuck I, happened to me, but I had some serious uh, breakouts around my chin. Yeah, that like I had had it came out of nowhere. I wonder if it's like. Especially, I know there's like hormone stuff, but or like when you eat and then you cover or like work out and then you like you cover up the oil that might have gotten yeah, like on your skin probably. or the sweat and then you like press a mask mm-hmm. onto it. I just wonder if that I know you know makes everything crazy because I know a lot of people that have never struggled with acne and are really like going through it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, listeners, if you guys have any great masks that you love, yeah, cheapy, not like cheapy made, but like not so expensive. But you know what I'm okay. This is plays in. I really want uh, a string, a, a gold chain. The chains. I like the chains. They're yeah. so cute. So if anyone's looking to buy me a Christmas present, I would really like a mask chain. chain. Actually, that's what I could tell my mom. Um, <laughs> she needs an idea for me. Okay, I do have a one more wild card. I didn't prep you for this, but okay. I really want to know 
what's the number one thing on your Christmas list? Um, probably those, well, the ski skates oh, yeah, that I talked skates. about earlier were kind of the big ticket item, but I am moving to Los Angeles. Congratulations. Thank you. So be my, on the watch for her yes. on the cover of Sports Illustrated. <laughs> <laughs> it all still like doesn't feel real yet. Um, so exciting. But a surfboard oh. is going to be my other. I'm really for gifts recently. I've been really into like things I can do. I've got, finally gotten to the point in my young life. I'm 23 where I am financially stable enough that like I can buy clothes and I can exactly. like kind of buy everything that I want. Yeah. So when I'm asking for gifts, I want it to be something that I can share mm. with the person that oh, yeah. is giving the gift. So like if Santa quote yep. quote is going to bring me a surfboard or ski skates, I can send them videos of me like learning to do it. And yes. like, there's more, there's just more behind it. Or like for my birthday, I got a guitar and like, that's, that's kind fun. of been my, and it's so much things that support your hobbies. Yeah. They and again, you as a person and they yeah. just nourish and it's something to do. It's like, you know, when you were younger and you really just wanted to get toys for Christmas, yeah, they're kind of like adult toys. Like, yes, I don't want clothes anymore. Like I can get that for myself. And right. like odds are Santa's not going to buy me the clothes I that I, I, I have, I've like totally been off clothes as presents for yeah. like ever. I would, yeah. I would just pick them out myself. Um, well, I say that now, but then one of, the number one things on my Christmas list is a pair of Ugg slippers. I have a knockoff of those ones. I know so, which ones you're talking about. So every single year mm-hmm. for the last, I don't know, six or seven years, I buy a new pair of $20 slippers yeah. from Target. Yeah. And every year they're left matted mm-hmm. and the soles are coming off. Right. And there's holes in them and I have to replace them. Just invest. And so this, and like I have all hardwood floors my my toesies get cold mm-hmm. and ugg the product like the brand of ugg no matter what you think about the design and how everyone used to wear them way back in the day they have such high quality comfortable products yes. that last forever mm-hmm. i have ugg boots from college oh yeah that are still wonderful and if i wasn't so self-conscious about wearing Uggs, <laughs> they're so comfortable i uh, so i'm like i need ugg slippers and i'm just gonna be living a luxurious life I'm really into moon boots right now. Have you seen those? Are is they, are they what I think they are? They're like the huge, ugly. They're, they're like, like the snow boots of when we were children. Maybe. Oh, wait. You were not a child when I was a children. Well, they came out with like a shorter pair. You're going to so have to like, show me when we, we stop. I want to see these. But it, again, boots. it's kind of like the same. Like they're so ugly. They're stylish. I feel like that's yep. kind of how Uggs are. Yep, yep, yep. Maybe they're coming back around. I but think anyway, the shorter ones are. I just want to. I just want to. Nice comfy Ugg slippers. slippers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. This has been. Thanks for just having me. Such a nice treat, a surprise. Yes, it everything. I really perfectly. appreciate you. Um, coming up this week for the guest listeners, we're going to be playing the live event, what the fit live event. So this airs on Wednesday, as all do snippets do. The live event will be happening yesterday and coming out on friday i'm like i'll screw up my timelines but um thanks so much for listening i'm really excited to release a live event don't forget to share on your socials um happy happy christmas (laughs) happy christmas happy christmas